What is good, everybody, and welcome back on another episode of Buzzing with Anxiety. It is your host, Cake, and it's Randy, and we have another special guest, back-to-back weeks. Uh, we got Mr. Feel Good Cuts in the motherfucking building joining us here today. Uh, a little background of, of, of me and Phil. Beep, 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 A little background of me and Phil. I've been knowing Phil for 16 years now. Um, you know, we, we, we started at Barber College, or no, he started Barber College first, and then I came, you know, as a little 18-year-old, I think Phil was like 26 or 27 or some shit like that. Uh, wait, how, how old were you in, in 2005? I don't know, around that age. <laughs> I was in my mid-20s. Yeah, man, <laughs> he was in his mid-20s. Uh, but yeah, we went to Barber College, uh, Bayview Barber College in San Francisco, California, right in the heart of fucking the the Hunters Point and shit. It was kind of tight though, brother, to to be going to um, to be on Third and Palou. I ain't gonna lie, I thought that shit was hella tight. <laughs> did you did you have a lot of clients or went? Did you have did you have any barbering experience before you went to Barber College at all? None. 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 All right. <laughs> only, only, only barbershop experience I had for real for real was kind of just sometimes if, you know, one of the homies was getting cut, I would, you know, go kick with them. But for the most part, I, I didn't even have the culture behind me like that because uh, my hair was long Shit, for I a mean, long time. Well, what made you want to go to barber college at that time or, like, just go to bar- barber college? Shit. A couple of things. But the, I think the biggest thing, I had an ultimatum kind of uh, from with my wife now. Uh, you know, she was pregnant with our first kid. Um, shout out to Marley. Shout out to my <laughs> young dude. Uh, yeah, she was pregnant and she was trying to, you know, she was telling me that, well, she asked me, the ultimatum was, not even really an ultimatum, she just asked me a question. You know, what were you going to do financially or more so career? It wasn't really money because, you know, I wasn't balling or nothing, but, you know, I kind of had some money on me. Uh, but for the most part, she wanted to know what my plan was, you know, for the long run. Yeah, of course. I mean, you guys are trying to start a family and everything like that and trying to figure it out. And then all of a sudden, it's just like, boom, like, fuck, now I got to make a move. Now, I don't have any kids, but I can only imagine, like, at that time, you know, the pressure was on you. And it's just kind of like, you know, fuck it. Let me just let me try this profession of being a barber and then going to barber college. And honestly, it's it's been like... the. I mean, I had a little background from cutting hair a little bit. You you didn't, but it's just I've never had another job ever since. Mm-hmm. But you you've had other jobs before. Now, would you would you ever go back to <laughs> to working like a so-called nine to five? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You would. Well, let, let me let me put it this way. I wouldn't really want another career. Other than barbering, mm-hmm. so wait, so yeah, I wouldn't really want like I love barbering as a career. You know what I'm yeah. saying? This is my thing. This is my love. This is my passion. I wouldn't mind having an additional career, only because like I kind of miss the interaction with um in 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 a, in, in, in a different way. As far as like different settings, I should say. I get it. Like yeah. you, you get what I'm saying. Like like yeah. being a barber, of course, is dope. We get to see a lot of people, meet a lot of people. Yeah, um, I wouldn't change shit. No, <laughs> yeah. So no, I, I wouldn't. I absolutely wouldn't change my career. You know what I'm saying? But I, I wouldn't mind doing something else, like 
So as a kid, I want, always wanted to be a garbage man, right? Mm. So I wouldn't mind doing both. You feel me? Like oh, I wouldn't yeah. mind doing be a garbage man and still continue to be able to be a barber or a mailman. Because I remember I used to want to, <laughs> real, I always thought, I always, it was something intriguing about just being able to kind of be outdoors, walking, delivering yeah. mail. Seeing people you know and shit. Exactly. Yeah, the community. Like being in the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. That was always my thing. So I was always community driven since I was young. That's good. You know I mean? So like, it's kind of almost the same thing as being a barber, but you're outside. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, so, that makes sense. That yeah, makes so I sense. wouldn't, I definitely wouldn't change my career path or even change how I got to to this career. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but yeah, I, I, I love, I love being a barber, but. I ain't gonna lie, man. Like, uh, so me never having a job, uh, I got into just, you know, like now I'm, I'm almost 20 years in the game, right? And I'm like fucking tired. Like my knees are, are dying on me. I'm fat. My ankles are my ankles are, are terrible. Bro, I was just walking the other day and, and I twisted my ankle inside the barbershop. You know why? You know why? <laughs> Don't blame it on barbering, bro. Blame it on bad health choices for yourself. No, that is. That, that's facts. I, I definitely made some bad health choices, but I also had a lot of injuries like in the middle of in my mid twenties. But just thinking like, bro. I want, like, I've always had this dream. Well, side note from that, from you wanting to be, like, a garbage man, I wanted to be a limo driver. That would be I, wanted, I wanted to be a limo driver, bro. I, I feel that. I feel that. Me driving ain't my thing. I would have hated I would have hated, I would have hated the, the driving part. Uh-huh. But, again, like, the aspect of being a, 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 a limo driver being able to meet new people and I've never told anybody know, that conversation. That's dope. <laughs> she got exclusive right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never told anybody I want to be a limo driver, but you know, I, I, I get feel because of the person that he is, he's very community forward. He's like an activist in, in, in so many different ways. Like he's a, a speaker for a lot of different communities, not only barbering, you know what I mean? So this is why I respect him like on so many levels. And, this is this is how he's been from day fucking one, to be honest. And uh, it's dope to. Oh, and another thing, like if, if you guys don't know, I've been cutting Phil's. Chip boy. <laughs> was it him? You, that was him. <laughs> Damn! I hope he got it on the camera. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty was sure. it? <laughs> you see that? You I heard. Know? I heard yeah, it. That's him, <laughs> I told you. That's hella funny. That was kind of aggressive. Yeah. So so before we even started this. <laughs> Uh, so Phil just shouted out Chip Boy. He was telling me about a story about like he, he like there's this, this this kid who walks past, past the barbershop and he swings open the barber the the door um, over here at, at Phil Good Cuts. That's where we're filming at right now. And um, and I didn't believe it. And I tried to get um, I tried to film him, but I missed it. But just right now, he just swung open the door while I was talking, and I didn't believe it. I just heard it. He didn't say anything. He didn't say shit. He just swung the door open and went about his way. Tapping it, but see, that's that's part of why yeah. the community of barbering is so dope. Yeah, you get people like Chip Boy that don't say nothing. Last five, six years, maybe at least three times a week, he's just aggressively open up our door. Don't say nothing. Sometimes he'll stand there and won't say nothing. <laughs> And we'll all scream out Chip Boy. Have you ever seen him smile? Nope. Not once. Same, same exact facial expression. The reason, backstory, the reason why we call him Chip Boy is because this kid is definitely one that supports his local, <laughs> his local corner store. Yeah. Because all the time, no matter what, he never walks out empty-handed. He's always getting either chips or ice cream. So that's why we call him Chip Boy, because we don't know his name. <laughs> we try to talk to him, but he, he don't. He, he don't, just, nah. he's just not there. 
That's all good. I mean, and, and that that is the beauty of being like a barber in the industry, not even just a shop owner or a barber shop or a barber. Um, it's just we you see all walks of life from young to old, from black to white to Latino to Asian. You know, what I mean, like from from disabled uh, disabilities to, you know, a regular like a, a millionaire. You know, what I mean, so and that that's why personally I really love like this industry. Um, and I felt like I'd never had to go to a different industry. It was just more going back to the topic. What I was talking about was I do get jealous when I see people, you know, racking in big checks, but they're just sitting behind a computer, you know what I mean? And, and like making money and being on the computer, sitting down while we're on our feet, eight to 12 to 14 hours, sometimes 16 hours a day to, to make like X amount of dollars. But it's just like hard work because we have to follow back up with it the, the next day. Like it's take it's definitely taking a toll on my body right now. It's taking a toll. Wait, go back. So you know how you were shouting out the different races and stuff. Yeah. Why people don't never say Polynesian people, especially in the Bay Area, bro? You you just you missed us, bro. No, no, you. I don't like that. I I did miss that. Yeah, I did miss that. They always say black, white, Asian, Latino. What about the Polys, bro? But I think it's because because the Polys aren't targeted. But I'm saying the Bay Area though. You yeah, know no. Polly's. No, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. So I, that's part of your job <laughs> to start spreading the word out that Polynesian people exist. But, all right, go, um, ahead, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Shout, shout the Polly's out. Hey, well, man, did you know that? Shout out to all my, <laughs> shout out to all my Polynesian people out there, man. We out here, man. Hey, but Kendrick Bourne, did you did you hear about Kendrick Bourne? What? He might be going to the Patriots. They talk about it right now. <laughs> so far. <laughs> now nah, you know. Hey, shout out Kendrick Bourne, man. I, I'm I'm a fan of his. I love uh, his YouTube channel. Oh, he has a YouTube channel? Uh, yeah, I ain't gonna lie. He probably went, we were just talking about me watching YouTube and my bad to y'all that I do watch y'all YouTube. I don't subscribe. <laughs> but he was one of the one of uh, the few that I actually subscribe to. Oh, so shout sure. out to you, bro. But if you go to uh, the Patriots. <laughs> With Cam Newton. Game over for you. <laughs> I actually, I, I think I think he'll do good there, though. <laughs> I think he'll do good there. I, I think he would do good at the, at the Niners, too, if he stayed with us, if we change our, our quarterback. But that's a whole nother topic that we won't get into right now. Y'all going to have to stop making fun of my quarterback. Hey, this is my quarterback, too. I, I, bro, I have five Garoppolo fucking jerseys, bro. So when people talk about Jimmy G, I'm like, bro, this is our quarterback until further notice. Yeah, so you, you know what I mean? rock with him, then. <laughs> yeah, I rock with him. I rock with him. Like, all this other shit about. You just said about, you want to replace him, bro. I didn't say that. I said, well, we won't talk about it right now. But you know, I was a big ass Alex Smith fan, bro. Like yeah. I ride with my with my quarterbacks. I, I did for a while until he started <laughs> doing dumb shit. <laughs> I liked him more than Kaepernick. I ain't gonna lie, but I like Kaepernick now more than every. I respect Kaepernick. You just respect him, because yeah. you have a, a different di- respect yeah. from a different life. But exactly. So now we at the barbershop. Now we're uh, out of quarantine and everything like that. Um, I know probably. From from when I was cutting here back in 2006 to 2011-ish, uh, the music has never changed. Has, has it changed recently? You mean the music in here? Yeah. Nah, you know me. I'm, <laughs> I'm old school with it. I ain't listening to all that dumb stuff. and You know, I shouldn't even say dumb stuff. I'm just saying, you know, my ear is a little bit more sensitive than it was. Not even before. I think I've always been like kind of more so an old soul. So I'm more on some chillo. I mean, chillo. Chill. <laughs> Chill, you know, chill vibe stuff, you know, the Anderson Pax, the Bruno Mars. Oh, well, he's the, the Anderson Pack is more on the newer side, though. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, as far as his vibe goes. Oh, I get it. I get you know it. what I mean? And, and, and with rap, don't get me wrong, like, I listen to some of the stuff, but 
I kind of even almost feel like the old head in the shop because I don't be knowing who is who. <laughs> Me neither. But I, I do know like some of the music. Some of the music is dope. It's that one dude. What's that one cat name where they they do? They got like a dance to his to his song. Uh, There's hella a lot dances, of them, bro. bro. But no, it's just one. I ain't even finna try to do it. I could do it, but <laughs> I'm not finna do it sober. Even if you did it, I wouldn't know what it is because I'm on that same. That same level as you is like there's so many different artists out there that what is it? I know how to sing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> bro, are we that old, bro? I tell you, John, <laughs> that one right there, that dude. Yeah, hey, that's the one. That that that's a hype song though. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and you're you a fo- yeah, you're a football coach and you're like a trainer as well. So like once you slap that on, you have to like knock out that rep. Exactly. You know what I mean? That's what I mean. So I'm with that vibe. That vibe, as far as like uh, getting me pumped type stuff, but then like, you know, like six nine and some of these other cats. Oh, yeah, I, I can't do I'll, that. I'll mess with uh, them, we don't do six nine. That's corny here. stuff to me. But like, can but, you? The, the, okay, yeah. But but I, I do mess with them as far as his business goes. You get what I'm saying? Because look, no, I can't no this, this is the reason why. I, I I respect I respect what he does as far as his business for himself. Do I agree with what he does and, and what he portrays? No, absolutely not. But the dude is eating off a lot of bullshit yeah. to me. Yeah, yeah. You get what I'm saying? So I just can't do it. Trust me, I, we we can go on and on about this dude. But uh, you know, did you watch that 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 special that's on Hulu about him? I, I didn't. So like he so probably you fuck with him because he's and you probably don't even know this, but he's also like big on community shit. So he's big. In, in New York, in the Latin community, in, like, Mexico, wherever the fuck he's from. I think he's Latin. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty he sure is. he is. He is he's, he is. like, super involved with the community. So you probably get that vibe, and that's why you fuck with him. And, 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 but I just don't fuck with him. I just, I just can't. I, I get it. Like, with, with that. Like, I can't, play that. I can't play two songs in the barbershop. Like, ask these cats, Ask these cats in here. I won't even let him play. <laughs> yeah. Not at all. Well, I mean, don't play you, when I'm here. Well, that, that hype song that you was talking about, could you, could you do that, like, that genre of music? For like yeah. a few hours in here. In a f- few hours, no. <laughs> I can't do it back to back. I could do it like mixed in, like, you know, one song per four or five songs. That's cool. <laughs> because, you know, I, I know there's, you know, younger cats in there. Not even younger cats. Yeah. There's just people in here that enjoy that type of stuff. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I want the vibe to be cool. But at the same time, I don't want nobody feeling like they want to punch somebody in there either. Bro, it's it's tough being a business owner, bro. Like even so, you've been a business owner for 15 years now, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and I'm very brand new to being a business owner, but I'm understanding that vibe shit to where like, bro. But it was easy when we first opened up Feel Good Cuts, 1027 Airport Boulevard. When we first opened up, like, it was easy to catch that vibe because me and you kind of have always been on that same page. Yeah. To where sure. it's like. We we're not gonna play this this rap bippity bop shit. We're gonna play like reggae. We're gonna play or John Legend, Music yeah. Soul Child, and then we'll turn up every now and then. But it won't be for too long. Yeah, but if we do play rap, it's like more like an outcast. Yeah, you know, like Nas or some you know something like that. It's on like, that type of real yeah, hip hop type stuff. Real hip hop shit. It won't be like. <laughs> but I do like that though. I, Shout out to whoever that is. Was that Pop Smoke? I could be saying the wrong shit. I, I, it might. I mean, it might be Pop Smoke. It might be Pop Smoke. Bro. It ain't like, him. My bad. But uh, R.I.P. to him know, too. They got like little Dirk, 
the baby, little baby. Like, there's just so many nah, names. It's kind of the, the two babies. They all right. <laughs> I fuck with them. Right. No, I fuck with them. And I fuck with Dirk, too. Like, Dirk is probably my newer favorite, like, artist right now. So, I definitely fuck with that. Um, so, and that that's one of the questions that I wanted to ask was, like, what kind of, because me, uh, and I want to really say this, that, like, I kind of grew up in this barbershop. Uh, even though me and Phil actually started at uh, Cut Creations first, mm-hmm. I couldn't even tell you. I know it was on Silver Avenue, but I would I don't know the number to that. Uh, but I couldn't even tell you like at all. But we started there, and then shortly after that, we was like, "Fuck that!" Like yeah. Phil, Phil opened up his own shop. He was like, "Ran you rocking?" I was like, "I'm a hundred percent rocking with Phil Good Cuts over here." So uh, I opened it. I opened it up with, or he opened it up. I just followed him over here. You can't um, do it, man. I can't, you know, we, we, hey, we came hard. And this is another topic that I want to talk about is because once we opened the doors here, we hit the fucking floor Blood, running. Flooded. Yeah, we hit, we were going for it. We bro. was on a marathon. Yeah. We was like, nowadays, I can't cut 15 people every day, bro. Bro, we was in here 20 average <laughs> yeah. for 20, months and months yeah. and years. How the fuck did we do that shit, bro? Bro, it was, I ain't gonna lie, it was dope. But like I don't, we both didn't know what to. I don't know if you did, but I didn't even expect that. No, not in at a all. million years. We came in, remember? Yeah. We came in, and I once come in a little early. We was yeah. dump, we did a little dump run. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> <We> illegally, <did. laughs> probably, allegedly. It was for but, sure illegal. But, <laughs> but I, I remember, remember we was in the truck. Boom, boom, boom. I was like, because like, I wasn't driving at that time, and I had Phil pick me up, and <laughs> Phil was like, and hey, we got to make a dump run real quick." I'm like, "Cool, we can go to Recology down the block." Don't tell them where though. Yeah, yeah. That well, used to be everybody dump spot that grew up in the Bayview. Man, fuck, we everybody. gonna let them know, bro. Nah, hell nah. <laughs> it hey, was all right, bad, y'all. It was just very close to Recology. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this was exactly. the grand opening of Feel Good Cuts. This was December 9th, 2006, Six, bro. Yeah. This was all Phil's birthday. So yeah. so we was like, all right, fuck it. And and, and we just came to the shop. Motherfuckers we, was We didn't even have a ribbon ceremony. Up. Yeah. No. So we couldn't because, yeah, because there was so, so many we people. We pulled up. We pulled up <laughs> and I'm like, yo, look at all these people. You think they're here? For us, <laughs> so I came in. My mom was in here. Yeah. Uh, my sister, you yeah. know, my family's in there. They had everything set up for us already. Yeah. So they, they opened it up for us, and they set everything up. And we went outside, and we was just, okay, come on, we're open. And we just. Yeah, we hit, a, we hit it right. We hit the floor, bro. We went. There was hella it. people in here. Hella people in here. There was hella people in here. It was and a Saturday, too. Shout, and it was Saturday. Shout out to, I think Jewel started with us, too, no, it was right? Terrell. Terrell. It was me, you, so and Terrell. So it was just me, you, and Terrell. Just me, you, and Terrell. Killed and it, I think, bro. I think us three probably, between us three, we probably cut about at least, I would say at least between 60 and 80 heads. Yeah, no. Because we was in here knocking them yeah, out. Yeah, I remember that shit, bro. I remember that. And then that wasn't even like... That was just the beginning, y'all. This is what y'all got need to understand. We were consistently like that too. For every damn day. Every day. And then on top of that, at that time in 2006, haircuts, $15, bro. Bro, we was knocking <laughs> I know crazy. We were knocking them aside their head. Yeah. We was getting $15, $15 no man. tip. $15 no tip, 20 on a good day, you know what I mean? But and, <laughs> the, the dope thing about it was they the, the community embraced us because yeah. I think, you know, this is the first I could be wrong, but I think this was the first urban style barbershop in South uh, in South San Francisco. So, you know, I think the buzz was there. And I'm not from South City. He not from South City. Yeah. So you got two cats originally from San Francisco <laughs> that just opened in South City. And uh, 
Yeah, man. Shout out to the community that 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 supported us then and even now, and even went you know to Cake and Cuts. Yeah, hell yeah. I mean, I'm at Cake and Cuts. We still have a lot of my my uh, clients that you was cutting that I was cutting from back then in here is back there at Cake and Cuts right now. But you also, you know, you hit the you hit the spot because I want to talk, to talk about this as well. Uh, the the community embraced us, but then also. I, I remember, and I, 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 my memory isn't that well, but it's good enough. But I remember you saying that you were the first Polynesian barbershop at that time, for, to your knowledge. Yeah, to, right? to my knowledge, I, I, I believe that. But, um, you know, I could be wrong, but at least in the Bay Area, I have no knowledge of another, you know, Samoan-owned Polynesian business. And maybe even in, I, I, I don't know, maybe California, I don't know. Uh, but... I mean, yeah, there, it was there dope. has to be now. No, yeah, for sure, there is. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm not too, I'm not too sure. Oh, uh, Mark Jason. Uh, oh yeah, Salofa. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's out there in uh, Berkeley, Berkeley, right? Yeah. Shout out to him, big mm-hmm. time. Um, but there, I, I heard there's another cat in Hayward. He might be talking or something, but you know, still same, uh, same, same, same culture as far as Polynesia go. Um, you so, know, yeah, I don't know. Shout, shout, shout out to the Polys, man, just because I didn't shout them out earlier. I know, man. But, you know, they like are that, definitely coming up. Uh, I grew up with Feel Good Cuts. You know, he's someone. And then right now at, at my barbershop, I have a Tongan cat named Velo. So shout, shout out. out to Velo. And, uh, you know, that's just uh, that's just part of the, that. That's how I wanted my shop. I want it to be, like, multicultural. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So as y'all know, like, I, yeah, we pr- predominantly have – like three right right now we have three Filipinos we have one Tongan cat two Latino cats and a black dude you know that's just regular Frisco for you and we have the age range from like 24 to 36 that's a perfect uh, age range for us over there where we're at so you know just uh, if y'all don't know about cake and cuss man y'all y'all better ask somebody about it because we we're on the grind (laughs) right now no Uh, doubt hey man shout out to y'all seriously uh you know you got Manny over there too uh, you know, a part of the Feel Good Cuts family. I love that dude. You know, he 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 was rocking with us for a long time, alongside alongside Randy. Mm-hmm. Um, Manny was here longer than me. Yeah, he was. Yeah, and, and those cats out there that 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 is at Cake and Cuts. You know, I mess with them tough. You know that that's a part of our umbrella. That's a part of my family too. So, you know, shout out to Cake and Cuts. I'm I'm happy for this cat, man. He grew, you know what I mean? I'm proud of him. I said my, you know, I said my spiel to him a few times. He know what it is, man. Man, you know what? When I had my uh, grand opening at the barbershop, uh, Phil actually did say some really kind words, and I never, like, I never said thank you for it, I don't think, because so that good. day was fucking crazy. But <laughs> I do really appreciate that, uh, you know, and I didn't know this because I never even thought about that. I never thought that I was the first barbershop owner yeah. to come out of there. So when you said that, I was like, oh, fuck. And that's when it kind of hit me. And I was like, oh, damn, like, bro, like, this is a big moment for you. Not, yeah, not you know huge, what I mean? Yeah. It was huge, seriously. It was like, <laughs> you know, I, I don't want to say kid, but it was like, you know, one of your family members, you know, uh, uh, like a big a big day for them yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. like a college graduation mm-hmm. or a big promotion or a new job a new home and that was your new home for me yeah so i was like yo this is this is big hell yeah so you know i'm i'm, I'm with you you know i'm with you right alongside with you oh if y'all didn't know neither if you guys are following me on on whatever and on instagram or whatever if you guys are not following phil by the way his uh his instagram is at phil good cuts p-h-i-l-g-o-o-d cuts c-u-t-s 
Um, so if you guys follow me on Instagram, you guys know during quarantine, he was the one that was knocking at my window at the barbershop on the cameras <laughs> with his bike, with his loud ass music, with the whole bicycle posse. It was him, y'all. It was him. Shout out to Ride Out Posse, baby. Shout out to the Ride Out Posse. You know what I mean? They can't. They come by pretty often, but he yeah. was the one that disturbed my alarm. <laughs> you know, and and that's how much that we fuck with each other. Like, even though I haven't been here in, in I haven't worked here in over ten, in like nine, ten years. Like, we just fuck with with each other on that kind of level you know what i mean like this is this is brother right here this is bro you know what i mean and um not only do we have like our own barbershops but we also have the babb the bay area barber brotherhood which we will get into in a little bit but uh i want to knock out like these basic questions first just because i think i think these are, are some pretty good questions um so do you still care about your bathroom? <laughs> well, before you answer that, for those of y'all that don't know, the reason why me and my shop at Cake and Cuts, why the bathroom, why I pushed hard for a clean-ass bathroom is because Feel Good set the motherfucking standard to make it a clean-ass bathroom. Um, so let's push for, for clean bathrooms in 2021 going forward. And so is your bathroom still clean? Oh, absolutely. You can go <laughs> fact-check that now. Hey, look, this is, this, this is the thing. This is the thing behind the whole bathroom thing, right? You know, and this as, is this is why I, I did it too because of this. You know, at, at at barbershops, right? I'm not gonna lie. I've been in a lot of barbershops in my days, and right. you know, and and it's it's nasty. They bar, they, you know, what I'm saying their bathroom is nasty. So I'm just gonna keep this short. I to me at least, you know, I'm not judging people for nasty bathrooms, but I guess I am. I am. Fuck that. But but the thing is, is I think it shows a lot of character, right? And I, I and I think it shows. Really, it just shows character to me. This they probably like, oh sanitation, yeah, of course. But I think it shows a lot of character because if you can't keep your bathroom, bro, get out of here, bro. So if you can't keep your bathroom clean, right? To me, one again shows character. Two, that shows me that your bathroom at home is nasty, nasty as shit. As fuck. <laughs> for real. And that means, and and for me. That means every barber that, that works in this barbershop, if you if you don't pick up that fucking piece of toilet tissue on the floor, whatever the fuck it may be, if you don't pick it up and you leave it there and you use the bathroom and you work at my shop, that means that you leave that shit at, at your house at your too. Home. <laughs> my thing is because, look, we got to be able to use the bathroom. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? So why are we going to go in the bathroom and the shit nasty? Jerome just stepped in. He already know, too. He knows, bro, don't have the bathroom nasty. Don't piss on the toilet seat and put the damn toilet seat down. Courtesy flush. flush at all times. Shout out to Jerome, too, that just yeah, walked in. He used the bathroom more He's also a Polynesian cat, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> that, he looked Filipino, though, but... He looked Filipino, he really <laughs> No, but so, like, my, my whole thing about a clean bathroom, right, is that I don't want... Like when when somebody like it's a peace of mind kind of thing. If a lady comes inside exactly. the bathroom and they ask like, "Hey, is it okay if I can use your bathroom?" I don't want to have to worry about like, "Damn, is the fucking bathroom clean or not?" I want that shit to already be clean at all times. Yeah, so we so I make sure whenever we have our shop meetings, I reiterate, "Bro, make sure the bathroom is fucking clean." Like that's my shit right there. And that's all because of Feel Good Cuts. He always wants to do that. And I've seen he added some shit in there. You know, it, it, it's it's a very nice bathroom. But there's only one thing. You for you didn't put the toilet things inside the silver thing. You know what I mean? It, it, it's it's on the top of the toilet. Are you worried about what we got going on? 
Because because I'm on my shit. Because I'm on my shit. We on our shit. Hey. First off, I got I got toilet seat covers. First off, I got that too. Two, <laughs> the maintenance man is kind of lazy right now, so you know if you put it in there right now, it's gonna fall. Yeah, but it's available. Wait, who's the maintenance man? Me, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> One job at a time, motherfucking shit. All right, all right. Next topic. Um. So since you since you've been in the in the industry for a long time, just as long as I have been, um, do you have you ever considered yourself a top barber in the Bay Area? Nope, I don't <laughs> worry about that. Seriously, what you? Well, I guess as far as top barber shop, I mean barber barber person. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I think overall as a barber, not even overall. I just don't care to be the top barber. To be honest, my thing is I just try to do what I'm in control of. You know what I'm saying? Whether my clients, my, my thing is, as long as I'm the top barber for my clients, that's cool with me. That's where you know I'm saying. Like, yeah. I'm not worried about, oh, uh, so-and-so cut better than me or I cut better than so-and-so. That, that ain't never been my goal. Ain't I ain't never good. got into this shit because <laughs> I wanted to be the best barber. Now, hey, shout out to those that want and think that they are the best barber. That's dope. You should. <laughs> you should think you're the best barber. But I, I don't really care about that. As long as... uh. You know, my barbers are eating, you know what I'm saying? They taking care of them and they are able to take care of themselves and their families. That's fine with me. So, you know, shout out to those top barbers. I don't care to be one of them. I ain't gonna lie, like so, you know, um, I don't care about that shit at all. And I and I make sure that all my listeners, all my followers know that I know that I'm not the shit. I but but I know that I'm fucking good though. No, yeah, you should you know definitely think you're good. Now look, it's a different question if you if you if the question was, do I think, just for me personally, so if what? I think, I, not even top barber. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Like, for me, I think I'm a good barber. Yeah. But are there other people that cut, like, actually cut better than me? Yeah, a million and one motherfuckers, bro. Like. Absolutely. <laughs> but I might do other things that might be better than these so-called top barbers. And if not, it's, I'm okay with that, man. I've never been tripping about being a top dog. Never. I, for me, I've always told my, I've always told myself and other people, like, if I'm doing the best version of myself, I, like, there's nothing that I could do better, bro. Like, I can only be the best of me. That's it. Like, yeah, I, again, like, I think I'm a really good barber. I don't think I'm the best. I don't think I'm better than you. I don't think I'm better than you. I don't think I'm better than you. I don't think that I'm fucking better than anybody, bro. And I don't think that. Are we all even, better than Gerardo? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not. Ha- I, I, I never had that mindset. And, again, a lot of my, um, a lot of my shit came from being working here next to Phil, knowing all this. Um, shit. You good? <laughs> okay. Are we all, okay. Nah, good. Okay, yeah. Um, so that's that that was definitely one thing that is invested in me on, and I definitely appreciate uh, working over here because I learned a lot about myself and how to carry myself as a person and as a business um, business person. Um, but I do know because at that time when I first started working here, I was still hella young. So yeah. I was doing a lot of young stuff. Young stuff, meaning like I was late on appointments. I didn't have appointments. I didn't even have an appointment book. I used to write. I used to write the uh, dry erase marker on the mirrors of my appointments, and then I would be late for everybody. But um, you know, going on to the next topic, uh, you do you find any haircuts difficult? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, well, not not difficult. 
to the point where it's like, oh, I can't do this. But there, I mean, I think, you know, I feel, I, I, I'm pretty comfortable with any haircut that comes my way, right? So if somebody came in here and was like, Phil, a new fir first time client never came in here. He said, hey, um, I just want an all sheer haircut. I don't want clippers touching my touching my hair at all. I just want all scissors. I want you to even scissor my neck, line up, everything like that. Because I had one of those recently. Not a problem. Not a problem. But like like I said, I didn't. There are certain haircuts that I like. I said I might feel uncomfortable with doing, but it ain't never been. This is this is me from barber college. I didn't care who it was or what it was that was coming my way. I was gonna get it done. We was gonna fake it till we make it. Exactly. Right? Now, if it, if it, you didn't ask me if it was the best haircut he got, you get what I'm saying? You didn't ask me if it was the best haircut he got, but believe me, I'm gonna bring out my shears and I'm gonna get it done. You know what I mean? And, we and professionals at the end of the day, man. Come that, on. You know, man. you gotta act professional. You gotta be professional. And that's definitely one thing that was. T brought to us back in barber college was you gotta fake it till you make it and by any means you know what I mean shout out to BBC shout man. out to BBC shout man. out to BBC best man. barbers in California shout out to Dwayne but not really shout out to Dwayne man shout out to Dwayne man hey <laughs> funny story I just seen Dwayne right did you I just seen Dwayne we was on our uh, one of our ride outs last week and we was passing through West Point and you know I see some of the folks over there you know they about to barbecue and stuff so I see end up seeing Dwayne. And Dwayne over there talking that, oh, uh, because I was kind of tired coming up the hill. Right? Yeah. But mind you, we like 22 miles into our bike ride. We yeah. almost about to be finished. Hills and all that stuff through Frisco. He's like, man, you over there. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, time out. You got to move your shit, bro. Sorry about that, y'all. Phil always got me doing illegal shit. <laughs> but <laughs> always doing illegal shit since I met him, man. From Barber College to Feel Good Cuts to right now, 2021. Shoot. I set you up so you get some exercise. <laughs> but, yeah, we would go, go ahead about your story with Dwayne. So, yeah, I seen him over there at West Point, and then he started talking about me because I was huffing and puffing, right? And he was like, yeah, you know, I be riding, I be cycling, and, you know, we do this amount of miles or whatever. else. okay, why don't you ride with us, right? Because on Sundays, you know, we, we get it in. We go for at least between 20, 35 miles, but, you know, we're up and down city streets. Anyways... He's talking about how fast he is and how he be taking young cats money and foot races. And, you know, like, I, I just got somebody for 200. I'm like, D, man, stop all that shit, man. I'm talking shit to me like I'm slow. I said, man, let's race right now. So I tell him, come on, let's race. I call his bluff. He said, oh, no, I got the wrong shoes on. I got boots on. I said, D, I'll go barefoot and I'll still race you and I'll still murk you. And he was like, no, you're not. So then a couple of the OGs that was there that know me was like, I got, I got 100 on Alapati. I got a hundred on field. He gonna get you. And these is cats that knew me from when I used to run oh, uh, track. Player? Yeah, when yeah. I when I used to run a track for the Boys and Girls Club over there on top, on uh, on Northridge. No, yeah. not Northridge. Is that Northridge? At the Y? That's Harbor, Northridge. Yeah, so I used to run for them at Keysar and uh, he didn't want to see me, man. He didn't want to see me. Hey, trust me, I am still I still got wheels, man. So all them other cats that's in their 40s, you barbers that's talking all that stuff about y'all want to race, foot race, man, come come down to feel good uh, raceway. Hey, so, see, so so those, again, those of y'all that have been following me for a while, seeing that we do race, that we've done races on my Instagram, and this is where it all came from. It all tell you. It all stems from feel good cuts. So like you know, we just want to see people race. And I've seen Phil 
Phil Smoke, a lot of people. I've seen a lot of good races. There's, there's been a lot of good races. Races here. <laughs> we had a couple fumbles and falls over here, too. I'm trying to tell you, man, I'm, a, I'm 230 pounds, but I guarantee you I can still move. Oh, yeah, he can move. That, that, that's, that's without a doubt. So, again, if you guys don't know, I don't think we said who, who Dwayne, Wayne, who, who oh, Dwayne yeah. Robinson was. Um, he yeah, is the Barber College guy, owner from, um, from the Bayview Barber College who, who, I mean, he did his thing. He did numbers with us. Oh, he put us on. You got <laughs> yeah. a trip, though. You, you, yeah. you, you got a trip. He put on a lot of dope barbers yeah. that a lot of people respect. There are a lot of well-respected barbers that oh, yeah. came out of BBC. Out sure. of BBC, like, our class was dope. Like, even the class before us was dope. You know, I, I came in the tail end, and I think that even all the way, like, two, two three years past – was was still dope, you know, and Dwayne Dwayne put it put it on and but I can't I can't I can't not say that we weren't part of that because like I think people people who were interested in barbering went to that school because of us. Yeah, for sure. For real. Because hey, also like shout out to Vic Damone as well. <laughs> hey, do you remember you remember we had when he had that like reunion uh uh barbecue? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he yeah. had the he had the shirts. One of the words is spelled wrong, it bro. Said, uh, the something about the it was barbers. best barbers in California. It was B A B B best <laughs> No it was some best barbers in California, but he spelled barbers he, wrong or something. He spelled something wrong. And you I remember the one that. that I, yeah, I was the one that caught. I, I catch all that. I forgot what it was. You I know who would know? A, I think he missed the R or something in Barbers. No, it wasn't that. James would know. James for sure would know because James bought a t. He got a t-shirt. I didn't get a t-shirt. I didn't. Get I came that late, especially when I, <laughs> I seen that misspelling. I was like, oh yeah, man. I actually uh, should have got it, but I forget. Yeah, uh, yeah, I it think was something. It, it was misspelled though. Yeah, it was. It was misspelled. So that was like on some real ghetto shit right there. But I do remember that, man. But also, I do have a, a memory of Dwayne because I've never talked about Dwayne before. Um, so I remember Dwayne, what, D- Dwayne, he challenged me in chess. I seen him playing chess with the OGs. Mm-hmm. He didn't know that I'm a, yo, hey, I am a chess phenom, yo. I swear, I played chess. I, I played for my, for, for my high bro. school. I don't care. Anyways, Dwayne, Dwayne was talking big mess, just like how he was, right? Uh-huh. And then I was like, all right, bet. Let's put let's put $10 on this game. He goes, all right, whatever. Anyways, I beat him. Boom. He had all he had 101 excuses. He won't even tell tell anybody that I beat him. But we have our classmates that seen that I beat him. And that, that was easy money for me. Easy money. <laughs> but uh, all right, so going on to the next topic, going forward, um little, 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 Let's see, let's see, let's see. Can let's I just see. say, I don't, I don't like how you kind of snuck this interview in here like that, bro. <laughs> you like that? You're supposed to be here for something else. You over here. He just turned the camera on, turned the mic on, and just started asking me questions, talking about his podcast and uh, introduce it. Like, come on, bro. You I have a whole format that, right bro. here, y'all. I have yeah, a whole hey, format. Yeah, you snuck that one in there. Oh, let's do it at your shop. Because yes, we're supposed to meet on some other stuff that we about to yeah. do in the future. Watch us coming. But then and he, he was just, supposed to come out here, too. Yeah, and I was supposed to cut his hair. And then he, man. <laughs> and then I bring out the microphone. I bring out the camera. He got a whole, he got a whole <laughs> list right here on his nose. I have a whole yeah, list. I don't like how you, you, you slicked me on that one, boy. Well, you know, I'm, I, I I had to do this. I had to because just because I love you, bro. <laughs> nah, bro. You did, yeah, that's kind of foul, man. <laughs> I didn't like that. He just really, he said, oh, yeah, let's, yeah. Just, let's, let's do a test run. This is how we do run. it. This is a test run. This is this is also oh, a test right, run. Man. <laughs> this, this man not going to air it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so 
uh, you know, me and me and Phil, we're, we're OG barbers. We've been in, in the game for a hell of long. And like I said, but we also came from that industry where there wasn't um, online booking. We came from paperback. We had we bought our books from Sally's. That oh, I bought my books from oh, Sally's, and, and and you know the skinny salon books. Mm-hmm. Uh, now for the cast that that still have not gone to uh, to online booking, I, I don't know what y'all waiting on, but. That that was the best game changer. If you if you can tell the people some advice yeah. on why they need online booking. So so I mean it's really just moving with the times, right? The technology, exactly. the way the world moves now. You know, a lot of times the old school cats get left because they're not really willing to be open minded to do what the new stuff is. You know, the new things that are going on. Um, and I was one of them for hell long. Mm. I didn't really start doing online booking till like. Maybe oh, I didn't do it till two ago. years ago. Yeah, yeah, maybe a few years ago. I didn't start doing it. And you know, people used to tell me, really it was a salon, not salon, it was cosmetologists that would tell them, like, Phil, you don't do online booking? Oh, you should. And, you know, they was giving me a lot of reasons why. And I'm, like, still old school. I was doing stuff, still, you know, pieces of paper, you know, pen and paper. And then, you know, of course, on, on notes and calendar on my phone and all this and that. But I just felt that it was way more efficient it just way may way it, it makes way more sense mm-hmm. to do online booking. Yeah, I, I think I think the biggest thing for me though, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm sure for a lot of other barbers, was eliminating all that faking stuff. Oh yeah, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I think once I started opening my books to doing online booking, I think it was respected more. I hated the back and forth text messaging. Yeah. I hated the phone calls. I hated telling like my clients like, "Hey, like let me get back to you. I don't have my book on me." And then once I yeah. got the online booking, it was like, "All right, Easy. now that was eliminated. Now I don't have to talk to somebody that I don't even want to talk about. Any, that I don't so, want to talk about anything." So, I, so we differ a little bit on that. So <laughs> I think that the reason why I, I I was so old school with it and didn't want to do that in pen and paper was because I still love that part of barbering as far as being able to talk to clients and really do do actual phone calls because honestly there's a lot of people that text and they don't really they don't really know how to text I should say I don't no, know yeah. you know you 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 know yeah. what I mean yeah. so it's kind of crazy when there's when a you're lot texting. of there's a lot of uh Miscommunication that goes on I, with texting, absolutely, because somebody doesn't know how to text or they they text a different kind of way. But but the thing, the good thing about text is because then you can refer back to it oh, if yeah. you forget. You know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. a good thing. But to eliminate all of that, like mm-hmm. you said, now just book online. Yeah. You ain't gotta ask me what my schedule look like. You mm-hmm. ain't gotta ask me what the price is. And this is crazy. Hey man, <laughs> I gotta say this. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> so yeah, the prices part is ridiculous to me, right? My my he probably he's falling asleep right now. We born, <laughs> so when he got a client in the chair, as you can see. So my thing was this: the price, right? Especially if I've been cutting the cap for a long time, right? Yeah. Prices hasn't changed. You get what I'm saying? And, and, and what? Why? Why? I don't know, clients. Y'all, y'all, you guys gotta. Ask, I mean, I'm gonna ask you this. Hopefully, you got a question. I mean, uh, I answer. Sorry. So I'm cutting your hair, and after the haircut, what's the question they ask us? How much? How much the haircut cost? Bro, the Bro, same, you, the same amount, the same amount. It's been. It's been the last hundred times I cut you in this this year. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. why do you do that? So it eliminates that too. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just, yeah. just go online, yeah. bro. It tells you everything because you booked it and you pay for it online. And you, so you know how much it is. On there, yeah. Yeah, that, man. That's what I hate too because honestly, I ain't gonna lie. I I'm still have that. clients to this day that that does that. 
They're Stop still like, that. they're like, hey, how much is the haircut? I'm just like, damn, bro, this is why I don't. This is why I literally, I only have one price on my on mine. There's, and that's it's good that 50. you do, though. It's that's only 50. It's do. 50. And then at the bottom, there's a little note that says, this price is also for kids yeah. who can sit by themselves. So that that also helps me eliminate cutting kids. Now, if a, if a parent wants to pay for a kid's haircut that's $50, he then they really want the haircut. He said eliminate cut kids. Hey, shout out to the kids that uh, <laughs> don't get haircuts by Randy. Hey, but I cut hella kids, though. I, know, I, I hate that. I so I cut hella kids. And y'all notice, because I post hella kids on my stuff, and they, they like respect the fat it. fingers you be putting on their head, bro. You know, talking about, hey, these are some million-dollar fingers right here. You know, talking about, we are, we are out here right now. And that's why he has ailments. That's why he keep talking about, oh, my body breaking down. Boy, my body is broken, y'all. It's broken now. I start moving in fingers, man. Now, so I wanted to go into that now because, like, you're you're an active person every single day. Again, like, you know, Phil, he's kind of up there in the age, you know, talking about, and, but he doesn't look like it. And the way that he moves doesn't seem like it neither. But, like, bro, real shit, and I know a lot of people that's listening to this right now is wondering the same thing. How the hell do you do it, bro? Every day. So, I'm, I, I don't know. I, I think my hairline is disagreeing <laughs> with you as far as age, right? Hey, that thing running. I, Full sprint. Hey, you want to start talking shit right now? No, not right yeah, now. Not all right. right. All right. But we you said it first. That. Gonna leave that but that thing sprinting, though. So, look. How, how I do it, honestly, I think the thing is, is if I, I continue to try to push an active lifestyle, first and foremost, to my own kids, I have to do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like a so coach. I can't. Yeah, I can't. Exactly. Yeah. So, I've always been that coach. Right to say, hey, you guys run ten laps. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna run it with you. Yeah. So you can't tell me because you gotta lead by example. Exactly. Yeah. So, but the thing is, I think the biggest reason why is because when I was a kid playing sports, I was the little dickhead. I was that. I was uh-huh. that athlete <laughs> that thought that. Oh, come on, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, no, not not shortcuts. It was coach tell me do oh, a mile. No, no, the coach tell me do a mile. I'm like, man, you do a mile. Like stuff like that. <laughs> I was the knucklehead, like. I, I didn't really have a bad attitude as I far as, like, disrespect. Yeah. But in my head, I was like, man, you do a mile. You a little fat. You can't do no mile. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So my thing was, if I tell my kids, first and foremost, my kids, right, or mm-hmm. the people that I coach or whoever is in my life that we work out together. Mm-hmm. If I say do 100 and I can't do 100, yeah. what I look like, tell them to do 100. Exactly. So I'm going to do 100 with you. Yeah. So my thing is, another thing, that a, a, a saying of mine that I live by is, there's no such thing as not enough time. If you want something bad enough, you'll make it happen, you make right? It happen. You, make time. you get what I'm saying? So that's that's my thing. You make time. Yeah. So my thing is if I'm not making time for myself, I can't really make time for others. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So I got to really lead by example and push. Don't get me wrong. I, there's there's a lot. I got a lot of problem problem areas on my body. You feel me? But I know I, I can still move and I know I'm still active and I, I still can rock with a lot of the younger and even older cats that are active, but you know. No, but that's what I'm saying is like, <clears throat> so that those of y'all that don't know, Phil, Phil is leaving like leaving out like his workout part. But like, you start from what I know, you start your your morning workouts at five thirty a.m. Mm-hmm. You do that five days a week. So for the most part, uh, oh yeah, let, let, let's 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 go about like your workout. What okay, I- let, let me. I don't want to bore them with the workout stuff, that's but here, fine. this is normally how it goes, right? On the average, not all mm-hmm. the time, but on average. So Sunday would be my, my uh, day with Ride Out Posse. We started a community-based uh, cycling group, I guess. You know, we're not like cyclists like Lance Armstrong, <laughs> but, we, you know, we move. So anyways, we started doing that. 
we ride every Sunday anywhere between 20 to 20 plus miles right through streets of San Francisco. That's actually really dope. I, I want to take a little bit more time out to talk about the Ride Out Posse because it's, again, it's a community driven um, uh, group, right? And we offer, you know, bike rides to everybody. And it's you know free. what I'm saying? And, and it's free. Yeah. You ain't got to, you just got to have, have a bike. <laughs> you know, unfortunately, I can't, we can't provide you with a bike, but uh, we try to get the community out there to get in bike rides and, you know, just kind of be active, even if it's just for one day a week. But we do that, and that's more of our, uh, uh, more a strenuous ride, I should say. And then Monday, I wake up anywhere between 5.36, get a workout in. So my mornings, is, my mornings is, is, I pretty much work out every morning, right? So Sunday, yeah, no, not necessarily 5.30. It can range between 5 and 6, 6.30, okay. right? So Monday, I'll go around 6. Uh, Tuesday, I'm near between 5, 5.30 with, you know, the 18. Shout out to Tony and, and Jeriza and, and, uh, and Jerome. We do that on Tuesdays, Wednesdays. I go by myself or, you know, some other folks around 6. Uh, Thursday, around 5, 5.30 again. Friday varies between, you know, 5 to 7 o'clock or whatever. And a Saturday, I do a community-based uh, driven workout for sand dunes. Mm. Uh, we do uh, sand well, dunes you normally do the sand dunes with the kids, right? Yeah. So, uh, on Saturday, it's, it's really everybody. But I always take my kids Yeah. on Saturday. And that's been for the last maybe 10 years or so yeah. I've been doing sand dunes. So, yeah, that's two community-based workouts. Sometimes Tuesday we do uh, bike rides as well. Mm -hmm. Oh, and Thursdays. Right yeah. out, we ride, ride on Thursday nights. Do you guys still do that on Thursday nights? Yeah, we still do that every Thursday night. I'm not, I'm not there because I'm here in the shop, but mm -hmm. uh, Thursdays we still provide an open community workout. So what's your what's your barber schedule like then? So now uh, now my barber schedule I'm only working Wednesday Thursday Friday. Okay. Because you know I got other things that I do on the off days. Mm -hmm. uh, Saturday Sunday is really dedicated to my family and some other community stuff that I do. Mm -hmm. um, you know Monday Tuesdays are, are days that I get things together for you know other projects other business ventures. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, and that that's. That that's a question that I always want to ask. Like, how the hell does he do it? Because y'all know Phil got hella kids. Phil has shout out to my six. Hey, and I'm a new grandpa. And he's a new grandpa. Feel me, you. I mean, and he got a tail. He got he got the first go tail right now. You know what I mean? So, and that that's that's one thing that's not on here that I that I just want to bring up is trendsetting shit. Honestly, y'all, like Phil has been a trendsetter for haircuts. I don't know if. How I mean, that's what I feel like. He's brought back like the t the the Frisco tail on the side, or the the uh, the um the the Star Wars tail, the Jedi tail. Mm -hmm. uh, but, but before that, he brought he brought out the Mohawk, the Fohawk. Uh, that that the, that was the first hairstyle that I remember was was just the Fohawk, and then he brought back like the round necklines. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah. just like you know we we. <laughs> yeah, that's funny you say that. To me. Why you say that? Because not too many people get the round neckline. But Nobody it. gets it. I love it though. It's it's still tight. Well, you got it right now, right? Because you're yeah, like yeah yeah yeah. You got like the little out. mullet thing yeah, going on right it's now. Out. <laughs> yeah, talk about this haircut though. <laughs> so uh, we are at the end of this uh, of the segment, but uh, the reason why you guys are here and in tune is because we want to talk about what we got going on. Uh, going forward, um, a, a project that Phil and I are working on. Is, I mean, if you want to talk about it, then we, we, we you know, we'll bounce, bounce off. So I think, I, 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 well, in short, right, 
Um, it's pretty much a barber lifestyle podcast, right? A lot, uh, Not this podcast. This is, this is going to be a separate podcast. Uh, barber barbering um, barbering is going to be, be like the main thing, but like yeah. a lifestyle barbering thing. Exactly. That's exactly what it is in a nutshell. Barber lifestyle. That's exactly what it is. It's not about just barbering. It's more so like the life behind the chair, the life in the, you know, behind the chair, in the chair, so on and so forth. It just, you know, I, I believe that there's so many different barbers in our industry that are about so much more than just cutting hair. Oh, yeah. You get what I'm saying? And I think there's a lot of interesting cats out there that I want to know their story. That have stories. Yeah, yeah that has, I, I mean, there's just, I mean, you could get 10 barbers in, in this shop right now. And I guarantee you, they'll have 10 different stories. 10 different stories, yeah. The foundation will probably be the same mm -hmm. for the most part, but I think they'll have so much to offer. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think because I feel like barbers are not respected as a as professionals, yeah. right? Yeah, and yeah. I, I'm sure we both get that. Yeah, for sure. I think with this type of podcast and these type of conversations, I think people will be able to respect us in the light of professionals, because yeah. we are. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? But I, and I also think it'll probably be able to put the barbering industry in a more professional light because they'll also learn what we we either should or could or probably stop doing. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, and it, it, it's, it's super dope because like um, we we love shedding light on people who don't necessarily get that light shined on Absolutely. them. You know what I mean? So, like, that's what we've always been about from day one is, like, putting people on. So we'll get back to the podcast in a second. Uh, let's just, because we didn't talk about the BABB at all, uh, we had this thing called the Bay Area Barber Brotherhood um, for the BABB. It's it's Feel Good Cuts, myself, uh, Kagan is Randy, we got D-Rock, um, and we got James, and we got Ant that's pretty much running the BABB currently um <clears throat> so during this entire pandemic or not even the entire pandemic but pretty much in the beginning we had these zoom calls and it was dope to bring the community together but whenever uh when, when we first formed the babb in 2000 late 2012 early 2013 um we brought the community together and no lie y'all like this is where i think the barbering industry changed for the better because of the BABB's presence at the Exotics Hair Battle in LA. Uh, if it wasn't for that, we probably wouldn't be where, where we're at right now um, as far as a barbering culture and being like teams and things like that because when we went to the Exotics, we had about 100, if not more, people wearing the Bay Area Barber Brotherhood like T-shirts. And we... We rocked that show in every single category. We placed at first, second, or third, mm -hmm. uh, and we definitely like shook the industry up where they didn't see anything like that ever. And I still kind of haven't seen anything like that. That's very true. Um, and we we kind of have to tap our shoulders on that because we really did that, bro. Absolutely. I I think uh, just being able to be a part of that and you know kind of help spearhead that that whole thing with the BABB. Uh, was just, it, it was it was it was crazy. It was dope. It was, it was pure, all kind of different emotions in one. You know yeah. what I mean? Hell yeah, it and was organic as fuck. Yeah. It was super organic. Like nothing. Like we didn't put a gun in anybody's head to be like, you have to be here. It was more like if you wanted to be here, 
you'll be here and we'll support the shit out of you. Yeah, I think it was, it was, uh, I think you kind of hit it on the nail as far as helping the culture move along mm -hmm. in the Bay Area, right? Maybe even California, I don't know. But I think, I think for sure, barbering. yeah, I think, uh, yeah, could be barbering, but yeah, you're right, because there are other people in, in other areas of the, of the country that, you know, tapped in with us and, you know, was saying what they were saying as far as us helping, you know, them in their careers or just, you know, the culture in itself, you know, but I think we definitely did something first and foremost for the Bay Area. Um, I, I definitely think we put a stamp on, I think it was more so how you were talking about like togetherness, right? As mm -hmm. far as the team goes, yeah. I think it brought, it shed a new light to barbering because before we got into barbering, right? Well, not before, but earlier in the, at least in my career, it was so cutthroat with barbering, right? Mm -hmm. They always, all about, you know, game is so not told, not too many mentors. They didn't really want to help the younger cats that was in barber college. But we were able to kind of shift that and was able to help other barbers feel comfortable with being a barber, yeah. learning from each other. You know what I'm saying? And, like, mm -hmm. it was no barber that was untouchable. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Because, yeah. like, yeah. I, I know we know now, like, if there, was a, there are certain barbers that are out there that if I reach out to them, they probably wouldn't even hit me back. No, yeah. Because they don't know who the hell I am. Yeah, yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I get Opposed you. to like what we do now in our culture as far as the Bay Area goes, mm -hmm. and hopefully, you know, even beyond, is they know if you if you hit me, I'm going to hit you back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You could talk to me. Yeah. Because I'm going to be able to learn from you. Mm -hmm. You feel me? So I think that, that that's dope. I think for me that was the biggest thing at the BABB, and I'm hoping, you know, that we continue to push that. But I think just being able to have some kind of mentorship. Mm -hmm. For ourselves too, yeah, yeah, because we were all still learning. Yeah, <laughs> we were young, we were young. But you know, you didn't you didn't mention Anton in in the beginning. Oh yeah, my as bad, my bad. Shout out to Anton, Anton as well. Anton is the owner of uh, Attention to Detail Barber Gallery and also mm -hmm. San Francisco Barber Shop. Um, but I think that they recently closed down due to the pandemic. And shout out to all the barbers that are still out there. You know grinding and making it happen you know we are very much still in this pandemic um, please make sure to mask up uh, make sure that you guys are following the guidelines I know me and him are not masked up right now but uh, we live with each other <laughs> so we're in the same household and that's a whole that's a whole another story about the mask but we're not gonna go there yeah we're not gonna go there but um you know that, that whole thing about just the, the the so bouncing off from the BABB and the impact that we made I know that we've been gone for a while we, we we haven't done anything and people keep asking Rand Phil when are we gonna do what do you got what's the BABB's next move can I help everybody's like can I help can I help and you know with this new podcast thing that we have going on what's coming is, is this I think this is gonna be the new the new thing mm -hmm. to where uh, now we shed, shed light on individuals in front and, and we have we've just been brainstorming uh, in a, in a perfect world we would love to have like an audience you know an audience um, and just you know people watching other like barbers talk audience, yeah. yeah like a live audience you know in the panel we we actually haven't even brought this amongst the uh, the the board members of the BABB but right now this is like the first official meeting talking about uh, you know, we, we, we have a name. I'm not going to say it just yet because nothing is set in stone. Uh, but definitely, like, that's something that, we, that we're that we pushing forward to. I think that there's a bright future to it because you speak extremely well. Uh, I think I have, like, 
Nah, I, I, I feel like I got cool questions. I don't know what the other guys can bring to just, the I, You know, man, I think my role is just not even not even my role. I think the the podcast we want to just be as organic as possible. Real life questions, real life people that talk about real life stuff that talk real yeah. life. You get what I'm saying? I, I'm I, no lie, low key. I'm I, I want Phil to be the one to check somebody to call them out. Like it, it, oh, to call happen. to call the bluff out, it's like a barbershop talk. Like, you know what I mean, man? Come on, it's gonna. Have, I ain't never scared of nobody. You know what I'm saying? It ain't even about like on tough stuff. Not scared. I'm just not scared to ask the questions that people might not want to ask. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And and I'm okay to get the answers that people not might not want to hear. Yeah, no facts. And and that's what the whole thing is about. Like not not only until like this podcast buzzing with anxiety. Like me and Phil, we shooting the shit. This is my personal podcast and this is I, I feel like this is kind of like how the format could possibly be where we're just like we're homies you know what I mean and we're just like on the podcast but we want an audience we want new people and then just to to shoot the shit and like spread the love and spread the knowledge and bring the bring the uh, the barber industry back to where we know it could be at um, just because you know everybody is having a difficult time going through this pandemic, you know, and, and we got to bring something new to the culture, you know, shout out to the East coast who brought out the, the barber versus stuff. Um, low key that is corny as hell to me, but, um, <laughs> but shout yeah. out, shout out to the y'all for you doing that. Trying to make beef, man. Come on, six nine, be cool, bro. <laughs> y'all, y'all really, y'all can do it. Go ahead and do that while we going to be here on this side doing this whole, uh, podcast for the barbers and everything like that. Um, because real shit, I like I did have other things on here that I want to talk about, but I'm not going to talk about it because real, like I want to hear his. I want to. Phil knows a lot about sports. Oh, I have like Patrick Mahomes, 49ers, Warriors, LeBron, Kobe, I think, Michael. I we just can't talk podcast, about it in this, yeah, in this your podcast. Podcast would be too long. It'd be, I mean, it'd be way too long. Audience, we'd be four five hours deep <laughs> into this conversation. So how we gonna end this uh, this podcast right now is how I always end it with everybody. Um, so it's called the hot seat, and you know what the hot seat is. Mm-hmm. To where I just have one word and just w- the first thing that pops in your head. Um, I have three. So I have seven things. First thing that pops in your head, Phil Drake. Corny. B-A-B-B. Transsetters. Instagram famous. Bullshit. Family. Love. 90s. Best era. Raiders. Bitches. And FaceTime. I hate it. <laughs> that was the hot scene right there um the only reason why i threw facetime in there let me just do a little background because whenever you're talking to phil on facetime he doesn't look at it's like this you're looking at the ceiling the entire but he'll facetime you he'll facetime the shit out of you but you just won't see his face i don't know he just called me bro but um again y'all this is buzzing with anxiety this is mr phil phil alipati aka feel good cuts Make sure to follow him. Make sure to follow uh, myself on Buzzing with Anxiety. Follow my also my Instagram page at. I mean, I have hella shoutouts, bro. Like my Instagram page, Shoot my new my, my my new YouTube page, the Caking Chronicles. It just shows a a, a lifestyle of like how we do it um, at, at, over there on that side. But I mean, if you have any shoutouts, if if you want yeah. shoutouts, all right, cool. I do. You know, normally I I don't really do shoutouts because I I be so caught up in the conversation I be forgetting. <laughs> so I but I always feel the same way after i didn't say nothing about my family <laughs> so hey man shout out to to uh to to my kids shout out to my beautiful new granddaughter manai Ariah. i love you to death girl um 
But shout out to my wife, man. Seriously, uh, you know, not to get too deep into it, but there's no way possible I would be able to do all these things that I love, which is, you know, uh, the barbering, the community work, the working out stuff, the coaching. We even talk about a lot of stuff, you know, the coaching the football, the coaching the basketball, trying to train kids and all that stuff. There's no way possible I would be able to get all these things done if I didn't have, you know what I'm saying, my, my, my wife on the side of me, you know, which is definitely part of my backbone and my foundation, you know what I'm saying? So shout out to her. Shout out to my kids that continue to uh, uh, push me, you know what I'm saying? As they pushing themselves, it's inspiring to see. Um, shout out to my, my siblings, you know, the Alapatis and my mares, Tamu family, you know what I'm saying? You know I rock with y'all tough. Um, shout out to Big Heads Row in the background. Hey. You feel me? <laughs> shout out to, to my guy Carl, Justin, all hey man, the whole Feel Good Guts family, the whole BABB, all of them, man. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to Rand, big up. Shout out to his parents because I love them too. Shout out to his sister, his niece. Shout out to the whole family. We out here, man. Right out posse. Oh, right out posse. My bad, y'all. My guys at Right Out Posse. Um, man, just my family, my circle, my Bears family. You feel me? Y'all know who y'all are. Um, shout out to, I mean, like you said, I could just keep going on and on. But before I do tap out, or at least, you know, for my part, do something positive. Most importantly, pay it forward. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> All right, y'all. We out of here. Peace.